Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Roman Wilson from Michigan. Every time I looked, he was getting open. He was winning vertically. He was winning horizontally. He was probably the smoothest player in terms of running routes. And then on the other side, in the next practice, it was Ladd McConkey. Both of these guys just consistently got open, created separation, and were getting it done on the field, catching the ball, getting it low, getting it high, getting it all over the place for some of them. Jordan Vanek of the 33rd team. We'll have Eric Edholm, NFL.com. Joining us at 9 o'clock from Mobile, Alabama, where the Senior Bowl is. You know, it's there's something to be said, Joe, about how you're in the playoffs. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. You're in the playoffs. You're dreaming of a Super Bowl. Everything's good. Mahomes comes to town. Let's go. Win this game. Mm-hmm. And then you don't win the game. And within three weeks, you're watching guys named Lad McConkey. Lad McConkey, yeah. Do, do one-on-ones at the Senior Bowl He's in, in Mobile, Alabama. Burning guys. He does look good. Lad McConkey. He doesn't sound like he'd be a very good wide receiver. Well, I gotta find. What out. is Lad McConkey good at? He's like. Uh... I mean, he is a, a good rugby player. He's a, he's good, a he's, rugby player. Is definitely right. Yes, he's he's the guy that Liverpool, the guy that just scored for Liverpool that I've never heard of. That I have to go look up to see like where he came from. His first name is Andrew. Lad is his middle name. He goes by Lad. Lad McConkey, wide receiver, Georgia. Maybe you're checking out highlights. Maybe you're watching the Senior Bowl highlights. You want to know everything you can about the receivers. Of course, the receiver train is firing on all cylinders here. We're just getting started in this offseason. What are we, 84 days till the draft 84 now? 84 days. 84 days till the draft. And uh, Lad McConkey is a name on the tip of my tongue. Who else yesterday? Romeo, Roman Wilson made a catch with one hand turning back. You know, yep. it's um, we're going to have a million different ideas. We're going to do a wide receiver idea of the day throughout this process. But the thing I wanted to get to was, like, I, I, I came up with an idea I brought to Sales a little bit ago was like, hey, we should have a we should have a draft party. We haven't had a draft party in a long time, or maybe we have, but you know, events kind of died down with COVID. People getting back out doing stuff. We should have a draft party. We should have a wide receiver draft party. Let's yes. do it. Let's all go someplace and we'll count down the receivers and they'll get the twenty eight, and then who knows if they actually take one. We'll see. But I do think this draft is really important for Brandon Bean. All drafts are important. 
But this one to me has more of a eyes are on Bean right now. Doesn't he have to feel more pressure right now than ever before? And if I could boil it down to one point, it would be this. It's never been more obvious that they need to help Josh Allen more. It used to be you need to make sure Josh has other options so he doesn't have to run it too much. And that went all the way further down the line to, oh, yeah, he needs a lot of help. You can't you can't roll out the receivers that you rolled out the last two years. There needs to be a dynamic number two receiver. And post-Diggs life is in this mix as well. The receiver train has gone from, you know, the last couple of years, we wanted a receiver when they took Kyer Elam. Yeah. And yep. they didn't, of course. They took James Cook in the second round. So this receiver conversation has been slowly building. And in the Elam year, sure, there was a lot of support when we would talk about it, but you would often hear, but corner two is much too important. they got to get a second corner across right. from Tredavious White. You know, we all know how Kyer Elam went. Not saying anything about how that went. Going into that draft was a lot about corner. Last year, what were the needs going into last year? Receiver again. And we, we said receiver. Yeah. But it wasn't like a... An, an urgent hole, you know what I mean? Like, no, it didn't. It didn't feel. It wasn't like right now. It's there's more urgency because if you don't do it, then it's uh, what? Uh oh, what? 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 Justin Shorter is my st- like. What? What are you even doing? Last year it's at least okay. Well, I still got Gabe Davis. Last right, year right. it was middle linebacker. That's right, middle linebacker because we did not know that Terrell Bernard was. We could not have imagined, I think, that he would have done what he did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And maybe that's a point that someone wants to make about Justin Shorter, that you know he'll be the next Terrell Bernard. I wouldn't be betting on that. What else? Was was corner still a hole? No, right? Not so much. Offensive line? We we talked about offensive line yep, a lot. Yep, and they drafted a guard. Yeah. So last year was not, I don't know, I want There I weren't like a million. The biggest one was middle linebacker, and they didn't yeah. really fill it. They went for Dorian Williams late in in the third round. We don't know, by the way, that they wouldn't have, right? Like, Jack Campbell went way higher than anyone thought he was going to. Yep. So we don't technically know that they wouldn't have done it. And then, of course, you had the, uh, you had your you had your running back crowd that was always that's always there. Yep. For yep. like, oh, that's a hole. You got to fill that. And this year, maybe that's less of a hole than ever. Yeah. Right now, they have. Because well, just it might be perceived as less of a hole because James Cook is yeah, a thousand okay. yard rusher that's in the Pro Bowl. But if you also go to the narratives around each draft, the thirteen seconds year that was corner because Levi Wallace was leaving Cincinnati, they lose and it's all right. Well, you were emotionally spent. Right now, it feels like the Bills are again like not in crisis mode, but that position is the most glaring hole they've had, yeah, in a while. Couldn't I, couldn't I say, by the way, last year after the Bengal game, it was, you didn't, how many times did we say the phrase easy button? Yeah. Like, right. they didn't Slot have, receiver. Yeah, we're trying to replace Cole Beasley now, right. right? And that, I mean, Dalton Kincaid is not Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley took offense to the idea that Dalton Kincaid is a receiver like Cole Beasley. But that's what they were trying to do, wasn't it? They were trying to give Allen the safe throw that he maybe didn't have in that Bengal year. Yeah. And Shakir also developed. Kincaid had did he have ninety targets on the season. So it's now it's like it's receiver, but isn't it? It's like it's what they said. It's explosive plays. It's a receiver that is going to push the ball down the field. If we're talking about the specific need, but even just to fill in on the roster, just to start. I mean, it is. It's their most glaring hole. Yeah, you can get to okay edge. 
I don't have a line. I don't have really guys signed, but I've got Rousseau and Vaughn's not going anywhere. So like, and there's that Oliver. I've got my big investments at that position. I kind of got to fill in around those guys. Safety, we'll see. If Poyer's back, it's I got to replace one safety, which generally is not a premium position by league standards anyway. Wide receiver is a premium, premium position. It's like the number two position. Where you don't really have a plan B in-house right now. Like, your plan your plan B is still someone from outside the organization. Yep. So you've got to, there, there is no if ands, or buts about it. You don't have to draft the guy in round one. you got to do something, though. Well, let's boil it down. They don't have a third-round pick. Is that true? They're getting one, though, for Tremaine Edmonds, I think. Okay, the, maybe the compensatory, compensatory pick. Yeah, so okay. it'll be the end, the very end okay. of the third round. Right now, they don't have a third. Okay. Because they traded that away in the Rasul Douglas trade. They got a fifth in return. The Bills have nine picks. A first, a second, then they go to fourth. Mm-hmm. And again, that third is going to be like 35th in the third round because let's, it's after the third. Let's right all now. be real about this, though. Brandon Bean knows, knows he has to take one of the first two rounds. Has to. Mm-hmm. There is no way mm-hmm. he will wait till the end of round three. He can't do it. And one of the reasons might be people don't like to hear that, you know, pressure from the outside. Oh, we never listen to that noise. We never listen to that. Bean would, I think, know that McDermott is, whatever, he was an embattled coach this year. And they rallied and they won a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. And McDermott kind of, you know, shined up quite a bit with the way that the defense played. But Brandon Bean doesn't catch, what, one-tenth of the flack that McDermott does? No, I talked about this yesterday. Like, like McDermott gets all of it. He does. And, McDer- and McDermott gets so much that if Bean, as the guy that pulls the tab, right, he's the guy mm-hmm. that calls the names, if Bean went defensive tackle and defensive end in rounds one and two, people would blame McDermott. Yeah. They would say, the head coach is running the show. Yeah. He won't let you take a receiver. If they drafted a running back, it would be, wouldn't it be pinned on McDermott also? Yes. Oh, this guy just wants to run the ball. Yes. He's taking control from Joe Brady. And if Bean is in control of the drafts, which of course like we should believe that he is, whatever, it's all collaborative effort over there. What I'm trying to say is the draft is not only important for the first two rounds. We know that they are losing a bunch of players. We knew they, they are, We know they are about to go to, into a youth movement where they have to get younger. They have nine picks. In years past, they've been down a couple of picks. Now they have more if they get a Tremaine Edmonds compensatory pick. Now they're up to ten picks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hit on a bunch of those. But you should be planning on a receiver in the first two rounds. And I also wonder about that. So, again, like, oh, we stay true to our board. Who's number one on our board? Let's say the Bills are looking at the, where their picks are, number one, number two, in the end of round three, and they know they have to get a receiver, and they have ten picks. Yeah. They have ten picks, which makes me, Trade knowing, knowing Bean, Trade up. he has had, Bean in his time as Bills general managers made six first-round picks. He's traded up for four of them. <laughs> Out of his six first-round picks, he's moved up to go get them. Four times. Yeah. And, so how- like, you, and you can say, like, well, they're going to draft for... Ne-. That's what they're going to say, right? And they're going to say it anyway. That, well, that's not how drafting works. You know, you're not going to draft the position of need. But Bean has proven to you he'll work the board to go get the position he wants. If he thinks, this is my biggest need, this is the position I want to address, and I don't think that guy's going to be there in four picks, he's proven to you over and over and over again he's going to go get them. Yeah. Receiver, it hasn't happened, 
And I wonder if he's tried or it just hasn't been that high a priority where, hey, maybe if it's there, I'll take it. But I'm not going to move up eight spots to go get this player. Maybe last year might have been the time to do that. Maybe he tried to go get Zay Flowers or to go get Jordan Addison. But he did move up for Dalton Kincaid. So yep. that would imply that that type of player was what was really on his mind in that first round. We never get to know that. But to me, that's got to be receiver's got to be number one on the list for that. It's okay, fine. Work your board and all right, don't draft for need, whatever, but you got to draft for need to some respect. And if you're going to trade up, you're trading up for need, right? Yes. And this is the position where you would do that. And to that point, you know, hey, See how the board falls. They do mock drafts of their own. All these teams like to prepare. If they do a mock draft or two or five or 30, they're going to know if we don't snag a receiver in round one or two, there are so many picks still coming. Like They've got fifth round, sixth round, seventh round. And while you might be the kind of person that likes to point out, hey, uh, Puka Nakua was a fifth. Okay, right? That That's, that's right. That did happen. Mm-hmm. And Stefan Diggs was a fifth round pick. But... Bean cannot go. He cannot come out of this draft hoping to beat the odds at the at the position. Can't do it. They, I, will they trade up? We'll see. There's going to be a million names. One of the million dollar questions is, and this comes in right now from Cookie, who tweets in, is there a world they trade up for a game breaker? Or is it too deep of a class? The thing about it being a deep class is. That just means the second-round receivers are better, and the third-round receivers might be better, and same with the fourths and the fifths. You've mm-hmm. got a lot of really good options. But if your goal is to come out with, it's no longer needing a role player. The the digs age, and maybe you want to say drop in production, I don't know how much Bean would be concerned about the second half of the season, but they need someone to step into a role, and they need someone to grow into bigger roles than that too. Whether it's one receiver or two receivers, to get one of the top five guys, to me, seems like, I mean, I don't want to say they have to, but when you think about that they don't have a third, again, compensatory with Tremaine Edmonds, okay, they they can't push it anymore. And Bean has to feel that pressure. Even though they might claim that they don't feel that pressure, he definitely will. Hmm. If it's not round one, it will be round two. And maybe that means, like you pointed out, how many times he's moved. Yeah, it's just too important, and it's too important, among other things, to show you are ready to build around your quarterback. You are ready to go to do everything you can to surround him with everything he needs. They need to lean into it more. You know, if you go back to the Tyler Dunn piece, which you know the Bills have called the hit piece a lot, a lot of it is how McDermott has not done enough to lean into Josh Allen being great. Mm-hmm. Do everything you can, being McDermott, to build around Allen and. Last year, they did that. Last year, the offense got a lot of attention. In free agency, moves that didn't really work. In the first and second round of the draft, it was the first time of the McDermott era where draft picks were really dedicated to the offense. And they have to do it again. And I think they probably know that. Even though there's going to be turnover at safety, defensive line. It's just it's too important to send the message to Josh Allen that we'll do everything we can you're our MVP. We'll do everything we can to make sure you are never lacking again. Yeah. And the other thought on it being his most important draft since they picked Allen and Edmonds, the 2018 draft, is where they are in their timeline. There, There is no 
there's no make good on a missed pick, right? Like when they drafted, when they were desperate to add pass rush, they went, and in four years, they went Oliver in round one, they went Epinesa in round two, they went Rousseau in round one, and they went Basham in round two. They put everything they had into making that defensive line great. And what did they have out of it? They didn't have a great defensive line. They didn't have a bad defensive line. They didn't have that game breaker that they wanted at the position. So what did they do instead? They gave Von Miller a $100 million contract. This is different. You can't miss on your receiver. You can't miss on even your, you can say your defensive lineman or your safety and have a make good. You can't go out and replace that the next year because, uh uh-oh, I missed on this guy. They don't have even a lot more Rasul Douglas trades in them. Right. Which, why did they make that? Why did they make that trade? Because Kyrie Elam wasn't ready to play. Or they didn't like the idea of Kyrie Elam playing. Had he hit as a draft pick or had they got Trent McDuffie instead, then they're not making the Rasul Douglas trade because they've already got their corner. They're not going to be able to do... That, I don't think, again, maybe Douglas is a special example because he wasn't you know, nearly as expensive as Vaughn was, but for whether it's receiver, safety, or defensive line, you know, these, these first three rounds, the first four rounds, it's more imperative than ever that you, would, you get a player that's going to be helpful or at least get one diamond of the rough along the way because now, now you've got to build through your draft. You can't, they've built a lot through free agency. How many play that defense especially right like yeah look at their defensive impact players in th- this season and who they or in the past two seasons and who they acquired via draft versus free agency and compare that to other teams the Chiefs the Chiefs defense which has become this great unit is one hundred percent built through the draft like every important player on their defense they drafted and developed and this doesn't have to be a criticism of the Bills is reality they signed Hyde and Poyer. They traded for Rasul Douglas. They paid Von Miller. They signed Leonard Floyd. Again, there are draft hits too. Taron Johnson, Terrell Bernard, um, Ed Oliver. They've got those guys too. But there's a big chunk of their defense where they brought it in rather than drafted it. And I don't know that they're going to be able to do that anymore. They're going to have to hit on these picks in general just because of the cap situation. It's a different phase of their timeline that they are entering here because Allen's cap hit is going up more than double this year. Let me ask you about this one. Garth writes in, every year from now until Josh's retirement is the most important. They'll just get more and more crucial the older he gets and the smaller the window. That's probably fair Mm -hmm. in terms of pressure, but there definitely is a world where they hit a couple of picks and they have fewer holes. I was gonna and it doesn't say, yeah. feel as desperate as they probably are at that receiver position. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's a premium position that they have a glaring hole at. There are going to be years they go into a draft two, three, four years from now. There might be a draft they go into and say, well, our only real big hole is Blank, at right. running back or at left guard to replace Connor McGovern. And right. we go, oh, well, they still got to hit on picks because of their cap situation, but it's not like it's a premium position last year this wouldn't have been true right I mean we thought receiver was a need but because of Gabe Davis's existence under contract it wasn't as big of a hole as it is right now where uh uh-oh who's playing for me if I don't do this last year we just talked middle linebacker and guard and maybe right tackle 
even maybe not that, they didn't seem to think so. Like, those were the positions, and middle linebacker and guard are not, to me, wide receiver or left tackle someday down the road. Like, that'll be a big, important draft when they've got to replace Deion Dawkins in seven years or whatever that is, when they've got to replace... Well, if he plays seven more years, that's going to be pretty good for him. Yeah, I mean, corner will come up again. I don't think it is this year. I think they are good with Benford and Douglas starting day one of next season. But Douglas is 30 years old. Tredavious White is 30 years old. There's going to be a draft in two years, three years, where they better hit on a corner. They'll all come up, and one of the goals will be to not ever get as desperate as you are as a receiver right now. They're desperate. The receivers on the team next year are Diggs and Shakir. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a desperation situation. Super important draft, of course, for the Bills. 84 days away. Senior Bowl practices, the uh, highlights du jour, as we learn about all these receivers. 803-0550, if you want to jump in with us, if you're on hold, stick with us. Have a fun game to play when we get back as all well. Right. Yeah, you like games, right? Yes, amen. Right. amen. A fun Josh Allen touchdown game. That's coming up. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. I have neighbors ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr. because he's definitely better after the catch. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. can do a lot of the things that teams want out of that X receiver outside of the formation, has to run a variety of routes, which Harrison Jr. certainly did more of. With the ball in his hands, neighbors is... I don't want to say Jalen Waddell, but kind of in like the Brandon Ayuk to Jalen Waddell explosiveness category. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I'd like one of those. Malik Neighbors. His uh, co-worker, Chris, that's Chris Trapasso at CBS, Dave Richard, ranked his top five wide receivers from Senior Bowl Wednesday practice. Number one, Roman Wilson for the second day in a row. He's had as his number one receiver at both practices at the Senior Bowl. The Michigan wide receiver that I think is not supposed to be a very high pick, if I'm remembering correctly. Haven't seen him too high. Lad McConkey, number two for the second day. Lad McConkey. And then Xavier Leggett. By the way, his name is Andrew Lad McConkey. Andrew Lad. I think he's met Andrew Lad. NHL or Andrew Ladd? I think it's possible he doesn't even know Andrew Ladd exists. Is he named after Andrew Lad McConkey? He went to Georgia. Andrew Lad. I think it's more likely he doesn't know that Andrew Ladd exists. Am I stereotyping people from Georgia? Not knowing not, hockey exists? Not knowing like, d- depth isn't, hockey players? Isn't there a lot of rumble that Atlanta's about to get a team again? I mean, but is that a good idea? Who knows? Yes. It's He's from Chatsworth, idea. Georgia. There's no way he knows who Andrew Ladd is. He thinks he's the most famous Andrew Ladd. And maybe he is. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. He's about to be. Lad McConkey of Georgia. We'll talk to Eric Edholm, NFL.com, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. 803-0550, a Josh Allen fun game in a moment. First, though, CJ in Buffalo is joining us. Good morning, CJ. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, um, like I, don't, I know you guys talk about like how how important this draft is for Brandon Bean. I, I I think it's obviously I know you guys brought it up as well that it's it's collaborative, like it's everybody, um, as far as like how they get together and what they need. And I know the example that we had years ago was Hines. Hey, you brought in Hines, but we never used him. And I don't know if if the coach or the OC says, hey, we need this, and then it comes in and it doesn't work for the offense. Like we're not utilizing that player. Or, hey, Hardy's not getting involved. We're not utilizing this player. We're spending money on players that we're not utilizing. And that, that, that's troubling to me because, like, even if he drafts someone, we don't use those players. When Condorcy was here, Condorcy didn't utilize James Cook and uh, Kincaid the way uh, Brady does now. And I, I love uh, Brady as our OC. I know he's proven he can get uh, explosive players in great positions like he has when he came in. It's just I want to know – my question is the communication between the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and Brandon Bean on what you need and if it's going to be utilized. If the head coach says, hey, we need a running back, yeah, okay, I'll get you a pass-catching running back. And he gets here and we don't utilize it. Where's the communication on that on how many times we're going to keep doing this? Yeah. Hey, draft me uh, Zach Moss. Give me a power back. You know, I just want to know the communication, and I know it's all on Brandon Bean, but – can Brandon Bean say, look, I'm going to draft what I think we need now because I've been doing it your way for a while, and I know it's communication. I know they're really tight. I just want to know, like, when, at what point does it get to, we need this. I'm sorry. I, we got to go this way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even use Cook for that. I would use Naheem Hines for that. They traded for Naheem Hines, and well, Bean sounded like after the season, he maybe even said, I would have liked to see him used more on offense. So did McDermott. They, bo- they both yeah. – Said that, but this, but he wasn't. This gets to the point about offensive identity. Who decides what the offense wants to be? Is it if it's Joe Brady, then you know when they meet, he'll tell you what. Well, my offense needs one of these. And on defense, I don't know. Has anybody ever doubted what Sean McDermott's defensive identity is? Don't we know exactly what they want to I, do? I think so. Yeah, we know exactly yeah. the kind of players they like, yep. how they want to play. They're going to rotate on the defensive line. They want to play nickel as their base. That's what they want to be. They want to keep everything in front of them, not yep. allow big plays over the top. Maybe get right. a little more aggressive as he calls the plays. Yep. But the, the Sean McDermott defense has an identity. And this Bills offense is a constantly kind of, uh, maybe this, maybe we should be this. And if that's an organizational decision to change the way they play, then okay. Well, this is this is what comes with having a defensive-minded head coach. Is maybe having to move things around on offense You're, as opposed to yeah. you know, changing. I mean, it's it's the simple fact of the matter. The Chiefs never have a question about that. 
they might be they might down. Miss, they might miss on picks. Yeah, they might miss on picks. They might but, be down in the dumps be, offensively in comparison to past years because of personnel. But there's never a question about they they, they even lose their offensive coordinator. Eric Bieniemy leaves. No question whatsoever yeah. about what their identity is on offense ever. Mark in Lancaster, our first ever call about Lad McConkey. All right, what's Histor- up, Mark? Historic. Yeah, so this is not exactly profound, but I was thinking about this kid, Andrew Ladd McConkey, and your discussion as to whether or not he even knew Andrew Ladd. Love it. But the kid is from uh, Georgia, and Andrew Ladd played for the Atlanta Thrashers. How about that, Joe? There might be a high likelihood that the kid knows him. Interesting. I did not think that he would have done that, but he did. Atlanta. He's born. Okay, now we're we're going deep down the road. He played for Atlanta the, uh, the last year the Sabres were in the playoffs. How about that? What's his last year playing for the Thrashers? Andrew Ladd. He, he only played one year, 2010-11. Oh, and man. then they moved and then they moved to Winnipeg. And Ladd McConkey's born in 2001. You tell me a 9-year-old doesn't know a guy with the same name as him that plays for the team in town? The team that was if about there, to leave. If, if there was a Joe DiBiase that played hockey for the team in your town, you wouldn't know him? But it's it's Atlanta. Nobody knows anybody there, right? They didn't know who the. Do you think a nine-year-old in Georgia knew who it, uh, the third liner on the Atlanta Thrashers was? He had the same name as him. Yeah, at that time I he was it's a coincidence. Prospect. He was young wouldn't, Andrew Ladd. Wouldn't you be shocked if I didn't know the name of the actor, the main character from the show The Bear? I don't think you did know, but you didn't know who he was until like what last year? It's impossible not to know. His name is Jeremy White. Of course, I know who he is now. But didn't you watch The Bear before very, you very, reali- very late in the game? Sure. I was yeah. not on the, you know... You realized his name after you started watching the show, right? Sure. How long could I have possibly gone not knowing he existed? You're also kind of... Everyone's implying here that, like, he was named for Andrew Ladd, which obviously is I, not true because he was nine years old when he got to Atlanta. What? Hold on. Where was Andrew Ladd in 2001? Probably playing for, like, the Oshawa Generals, right? Like, I don't know. This is the best conversation. You know who would take this on would be Pablo Torre. Andrew we need Ladd, to find somebody at the Senior Bowl. I'm going to text my brother right Andrew now. Ladd was not, Ad- was not in the NHL in 2001. Okay, so the yeah. likelihood he's named after That's zero. NHL or Andrew Ladd is plummeting. But you're saying he would have found out because someone at some point, one of his buddies had, in third grade would have said, Hey, I'm a thrasher. So did you know there's a thrasher named Andrew Ladd? Yes. I'm saying at some point in this process between the Senior Bowl and the full pre-draft process, Someone's going to ask Lad McConkey if he's ever heard of Andrew Ladd, and he's going to say yes. You're also assuming, by the way, that he hasn't just gone by Lad McConkey his entire life. Maybe his friends didn't know that his first name was Andrew. It's possible. His name, his name is Lad McConkey. Lad. Want to play this Josh Allen game? Yes. Cliffhanger. We're playing Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger Josh Allen game. Those of you that may remember the uh, Price is Right game Cliffhanger, you, you know, the guy climbs up the mountain, up and up the mountain, and then we stop. So here's the Josh Allen game I wanted to play with you. We had the stat of the day earlier that Tom Brady's number one all-time in postseason touchdown passes with 88. 88. Second place is Joe Montana and Aaron Rodgers with 45. Wow. It's unbelievable. Patrick Mahomes is at 39. Uh Uh-huh. Josh Allen is in 17th place all-time. 17th for 17? That's right. He won't finish there. Now, these are not... I don't think. Total touchdowns. These are touchdown passes. So, okay. the question becomes, you tell me, when Josh Allen steps away, 
where he will be on this list all time postseason touchdown passes. Okay. All right? Yep. He has 21. Will he tie Roger Staubach and Donovan, Mc- Donovan McNabb with 24? Yes, he will. Yes. Russell Wilson, 25. Yes, he'll do that. Even, Joe, even if Wilson gets back in, he'll, he'll pass him. Joe Flacco, 26 all-time postseason touchdown passes. He'll do that, too. Will he get to John Elway's 27? Yes, he will. Terry Bradshaw is at 30. Does Josh Allen pass Terry Bradshaw? That's nine more. Yeah, he'll get there. Kurt Warner, 31. Yes. Okay, Allen is in the top 10 all-time in postseason touchdown passes. 31. Will he get to 32? And tie Dan Marino. Yes, he will. Okay, 11 more touchdown passes for Josh Allen. Those are going to be fun. I'm going to cheer for those. Yeah. Will he get to, a little bit of a bump here, 36 career postseason touchdown passes to tie Ben Roethlisberger? That's 19 more. So now we're no, talking. That, oh. No, that's 15 more. He's 15 in 17th more. place. Oh, he doesn't yeah. have 17? No, 15. He's 21 was his number, yep, right? that's right. Okay. Yes. Okay. He'll get past Roethlisberger. He passes Roethlisberger. Will he pass or tie 37? Drew Brees. This is 16 more. He's 27. Yes. Okay. He He ties Drew Brees. Number six. We kind of have to move because it won't be number six for for very long. Is it Mahomes? Yeah. Yeah. So... And he won't, I would not have him passing Mahomes. Well, Mahomes is still active, so that's the hard right. part. He's but eight, like whatever that number ends up being, he'll finish behind Mahomes. He's 18 behind Mahomes. Yeah. But will he move into the top five? Mm-hmm. 40 all-time touchdown passes in the postseason. This is who Mahomes could pass in the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning, 40. Hmm. <laughs> This is about double. If I don't, if I say yes to this one, I'm saying he will. I'm basically saying he will double his playoff resume for passing touchdowns. He's 27. Yes. Yes. He passes Peyton Manning. Josh Allen does now. By the way, there's an easy cop out. Anytime you want to say no and stop the number here and just say like, oh, he'll run for like 50. You know. I, I was going to say, he might, <laughs> in total touchdowns. Yeah. Okay, he he's got 40. Will he move up and catch Brett Favre? 44 career postseason passing touchdowns. Josh Allen, 21. Will he get 23 more? I. Th- By the way, it hasn't been that many postseasons to get 23. Yeah. 21. Yeah, sorry, 21. It's not, the, it's not that many. And of course, if they go deeper. You can double your amount of touchdown passes in one postseason by just playing more games. I think I'm going to say no to this one. Okay, stopping short. I think a lot can happen in a decade-long period of time. I think he'll double what he's done, but... Lad McConkey mm-hmm. will help him get to Yes, it. right. Lad McConkey's going to catch a million of them. Uh, I think I'm going to say no. Okay. This is where I'm going to stop. Stops right there. Brett Favre. Before Brett Favre. Rodgers, 45. Montana, 45. Brady, 88. Yeah. He's going to finish 
right there the, around Favre. Like, he's not going to finish above Mahomes and Allen. Or, excuse me, uh, Brady. One thing, by the way, just for this very small point, though, can Mahomes catch Brady? There is a built-in advantage right now because now the two-seed plays a game. Right. So if you're you're Mahomes, go every other year. You're not the one-seed. Every other year, maybe, every third year, two out of every three, you will have an extra game to play, in theory. If you think Mahomes can track down Brady's 88, Mahomes at 39 right now. Yeah, like how many times? How many times was uh, how many times was Brady the two seed and got a bye? It happened at least a couple times. Probably a lot. A lot. I mean, this division was always a gift. Yeah. I mean, they already. I mean, how many wild card games did Brady play in general? Brady played. Let's see. He played from 2001 on. 2005, he played a wild card game. 2006. And like that's it. He played three in his career. Three wild card. five. He played five in his career. Okay. He played one for New England. He played four for New England. One- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For Tampa. No, I'm looking at the Patriots. No, yeah, no, like five, five I think, for his career. I mean, they're off by one, or by one, but he didn't play many wildcard games at all. And Mahomes is going to probably double that. Yeah. 803 to join us, Jeremy and Joe. We'll talk with Eric Edholm, NFL.com, at 9 o'clock. He's in Mobile, Alabama. Break down what we've seen at Senior Bowl practices so far. Not even the Senior Bowl, just practice. And coverage on ESPN Plus of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Josh Allen is playing with Tom Brady. And uh, there are two pros as well, starting today at, uh, well, I don't know about the tea time, but the coverage starts at 11. 803-0550, to join us on WGR. Did you see the anonymous player polls that The Athletic put out? Yes. About hockey? Yes. NHL players on a, a, a myriad of different uh, subjects, including, like, what's your least favorite building to play in? Buffalo finished third in that. Okay. More so because of how gloomy it is in there. <laughs> like, Carolina was there in that group just because the locker rooms, I guess, are terrible for the away team. Another one where a Sabre got into the voting. Anonymous NHL player poll, 147 votes. Who, which, the question, who's the player in the league whose face you most want to punch? Number one, no doubt, no surprise, was Brad Marchand. Mm. Ran away with it. Matthew Kachuk, number two. Which Sabre appeared in the top ten voting for this? Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff Skinner did. Not a surprise. The only other place I saw a Sabre player get anything, and again, out of 147, it was one vote. One person voted Tage Thompson as the most overrated player in the league. Wow. Last year, he was voted most underrated by some. Yeah. I think Austin Matthews said he was the most underrated player in the league. Yeah. This year, by a wide margin, Trevor Zegras got most overrated overrated player in the league because, what, he just 
does the Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. And that's why he was on like the NHL video game cover, and I guess he's not even he's like a twenty goal scorer. So Josh bumped back with that music at the break and said it's Terry Styles' birthday. Harry Styles. Her- Harry Styles. Harry Styles' birthday. I thought you said Terry Styles. That okay? I know who. Are ha- you? N- are you not familiar? With- I know who Harry Styles is. Are you I sure? thought he said Terry Styles, and I googled Terry Styles and thought, why would I know who Terry Styles is? But you would have recognized that beat a little bit, right? Sure. But again, yeah. he says he I'm says pl- okay, yeah, Terry yeah. Styles. I know who I Harry very Styles. Clearly, is. did not say Terry Styles. I'm well, just making sure you're aware of who Harry Styles is because uh, see, that's the thing. I, I thought the same thing. I thought you didn't know who he was. I know who Harry Styles. Right, I think so. we've been over this. I thought you said Terry. Okay. Would you claim that Harry Styles is the number one famous birthday of the day today? Uh, how, how confident are you? I can't beat Harry Styles. How many people in the world would beat Harry Styles? I mean, not many. I'm gonna say you can't beat it. Unless, are you already looking? I'm gonna look right now. And okay, I'm... you do, you ha- if you haven't looked yet, I'm gonna guess you can't beat Harry Styles. That he's the most famous birthday today. Uh, game set match: Tyler Myers, <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Uh huh. She's pretty famous. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Mm. But not more famous than Harry Styles. Right. I'm working. I think that's right. Jason Isbell. Happy birthday, Jason Isbell. Nice. Yeah. Phil Ivy, American poke- poker player. I haven't beaten Harry Styles yet. Lisa Marie Presley, his birthday today. Yeah, you know they. they Ooh, we're we're in the times where you search famous birthdays, and like seven of the top ten are this TikToker. Right. I'm on TikTok, and I don't even know who these people are. Does Paulie Shore rank? Probably not. Right. Mark. Uh, no. Mark Recchi. <laughs> not going to work. No. All right. It might be Paulie Shore. Definitely not above. It might be Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. It might be. I'm back in. You go far enough back, you start getting to like kings and princes and Pauly Shore. What's the popes? What's, what's the what's the what's like Pauly Shore's number one movie? Like, what are we even talking about here? Son-in-law. That's my guess. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't rate. Not for me. Rick this, James. this is Harry Styles' day. Clark Gable, Rick James, and Rick good. James. Mm. I think Harry Styles just lost. No, to Rick James, Jim Thorpe. Ooh, to Rick James. How long has Harry Styles been going at it for? Like. He's probably in the same category. If there were an all-time musician draft, who would get drafted first, Rick James or Harry Styles? You're saying Rick James? Sure. They got Clark Gable. He's here, just saying too. that. He's just saying that because Rick James from Buffalo. He's trying to be, yeah, get people on his side. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty. We'll talk some Senior Bowl coming up, and then nine o'clock hour. Eric Edholm covers for um, NFL.com. He's down there in Mobile, Alabama. We'll chat with him about Lad McConkey, among others. Get our wide receiver of the day coming up the next hour as well. Maybe it's Lad today. Maybe it's somebody else. We'll decide. Jeremy and Joe here on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.